it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, I talked to ESPN Giants reporter Jordan Ronan. They start a little lap around the NFC East. I'll talk to my Cowboys colleague and I'll talk to my Eagles colleague later on this summer as well. The Giants need to be included when talking about NFC East contenders. But are they real or make-believe? What do they need to do to win the division? What does Jordan think of quarterback Daniel Jones entering a key year? Also, how does Jordan view Washington? I like talking to the other reporters outside this bubble about Washington to provide you a different perspective. You can follow Jordan on Twitter at JordanRanan. That's Jordan, R-A-A-N-A-N, for some Giants coverage. He's a good follow. And you can check out my work on ESPN.com. I have a story up now about former Washington tight end Vernon Davis and his goings on in the movie industry. I also interviewed Davis for the podcast last month. You can give that a listen as well. I'm not going to waste any more of your time. It's summer. Let's get going into it. So let's get to my conversation with ESPN's Jordan Ronan talking about the New York Giants and how do they threaten Washington. All right, Jordan. So now we may have the two best teams in the division right here. How about what a change from a year ago? But, you know, first of all, how do you assess the Giants, where they're at in the division and their offseason? Well, here's what you got to say about the Giants. They were right there in the division last year, right? I mean, there's there's no denying that. They, they had a chance to win the division in, in week 17. Obviously, Washington, you know, won and they, they won the division, but the Giants were right there. Yep. And then you look at the team, okay? They were awful offensively. You're talking like 31st NFL offensively. Uh, Washington had their struggles. The Giants literally scored fewer points than anybody in the NFL but the Jets. Now they come back this year, and they're adding to their offense. Saquon Barkley, because he didn't play last year, essentially. He played a game and a half. Kenny Galladay, and their first-round pick, Kadarius Toney. Just talk about, okay, look at those three pieces. You're adding those three pieces to your offense. How can their offense not now be better? Right. Right? So they are a better team. They should be a better team. And then you can go to the things like Jason Garrett's second year, Daniel Jones's third season, second season in the offense. There's reasons to believe there should be at least incremental growth in those regards as well. I mean, I didn't even mention they got added Kyle Rudolph, too, right. who, who's a red zone target at the least. Uh a guy who should be able to contribute. I mean, they made a lot of moves offensively. They signed John Ross, who's a crapshoot, but, you know, he's a first-round talent. I mean, they made a ton of moves offensively to make sure their offense is better, and their offense will be better. I mean, I don't know how you can add those guys unless they all get hurt and not expect the offense to be better than a team that would they average. I think it was like 16 points a game last year or whatever it was. Something – yeah, something that was just brutal. So uh, now the defense, 
they played great last year for what they were. Uh, they might they might be around the same. I mean, they they, they added some pieces, but you know, uh, they still lack that big edge rusher. Uh, they lost that Chase Young ball, and yeah, uh, you know that, that's <laughs> that's still the position that you look at on the roster and you say, man. They need that big edge rusher, but they don't really have it. They, they worked around it last year. Maybe they could do it again this year. But uh, with the offense being better, I think you're looking at the Giants being a better team. They should be better than a six-win team. Question is, John, you tell me. Where where do we stand? What wins this division? Is it nine and eight? Somebody gets a ten and ten. I think seven. somebody These gets numbers, a ten. These numbers are crazy, by the way. I can't. I, I know. It's, it's, still, it's too awkward for me. Ten and seven, <laughs> it just sounds too weird. But I do think one of these teams gets to 10 wins. Yeah, so, I mean, can they get to 10 wins? Sure. I think if everything works out for them, they, they, could, they could probably, you know, approach that number. Is it going to be tough? Yeah. But I think we could probably say the same for all three of the teams yes. are, are, that are in that mix for 10. Like, they need a lot to go right, right? Washington needs a lot to go right. Uh, and so, so, do the, so does the Cowboys. I mean, they need, the Cowboys need their defense to be a heck of a lot better. Right. In order to get to get to that number, and then who knows? You know, they just they they just haven't been a good team for a while now. What with with the, with that offense? The one thing you didn't talk about was the offensive line, and that was an issue. Well, where because that's they, the problem, right? And where are they at with where are they at with that group? That's the question mark. Uh, that offense will be capped by the offensive line. If the offensive line plays well, you know that could be a easy top half of the league offense with the weapons they have. Sure, but. The offensive line remains a big concern. It has been for however many years. Uh, you know, it's why the, the the Cowboys have have long had the Giants number uh, prior to last year. The Eagles had long had the Giants number because those, especially the Eagles, I mean, they would just dominate the Giants up front. Like they, that was where they were built, and the Giants weren't built that way. So, but you can look at all five offensive line positions and still say they're all five have question marks. I mean, Andrew Thomas was number four pick last year, but he played terrible in the first half of the season, yeah. played better in the second half. But, you know, is he going to, is he going to continue that progression? Is he going to be incrementally better? I mean, they need him to be better. Uh, the other side, they're, 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 they want to start Matt Parrott at right tackle. Uh, third round pick from last year, barely played. You know, Nate Soldier's their insurance policy at tackle, but he's likely a swing guard uh, tackle right now. So, this offensive line has a lot of questions and they just need him to be serviceable, to make, to make a jump, to, to take steps. And they're hopeful that they can, because there isn't going to be a really young line. But at the same time, when you're looking at a team, like that's why, first of all, the giants have owned Washington lately. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, the only team in the division that they've been able to really win against consistently has been Washington. But the it, way yeah. that the teams are set up now, like Washington should be able to have success against the Giants because they're built with that strong defensive front that should be able to dominate the Giants' offensive line. You would think it hasn't, it hasn't worked the last two years, no. even though they, the line's been better for the for Washington. But uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting because that that's Washington's strength against Giants' weakness for sure. When you look at that offense that you brought you, with Galladay and you know um, and and Tony and all that. For Daniel Jones, what do they give him that he can really take advantage of? And how did it look this spring? And I know they were – I think they didn't have live drills, right? They were just going on air most of the time, right? So it's hard to yeah. really tell. Yeah. But, 
But what did they get? What did they get for well, him? We, got a lot, we saw a lot of shadow, a lot of shadow. Right, like the right. cornerbacks would run guys, but you weren't allowed to make plays on the ball. Okay. So yeah, it's hard to really come away with anything. And Kadarius Tony, by the way, I saw him finish one practice in the entire spring, and he didn't show up for OTAs, which is pretty much unheard of for a rookie. Yes. Uh, use the use the contract thing as a, as a reason, which, quite frankly, you sign waivers. I just never – it's something you never heard of in, no, in you, the NFL. I haven't seen that. Uh, rookie show up for OTAs. So, uh, but you can see when he's on the field, he's a talent. Get the ball in his hands. Offensive weapon kind of guy. Um, whether it's screen passes, jet sweeps, uh, using him at the quarterback position. He was a high school, really, really good high school quarterback. I think these are the things you're looking at being Kandarius Tony's uh, bread and butter his rookie year. And then for Kenny Galladay, again, uh, you know, he he would he wasn't exactly running every single drill. They're taking it easy with him. You know, he he basically would run the the first rep of every drill, and then you'd see him stand there for like <laughs> you know, a stretch of like ten minutes after that. And it's it's spring. It's 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 mini camp. Right. This is basically a glorified passing camp he's been working at times with Daniel Jones off the side but really what he brings to the Giants and the comparison and I get it usually I poo-poo these comparisons because the Giants love to do these kind of things and Giants fans we say you know 2007 and 2011 (laughs) we had this you know we started they started 0-2 then they can do it now you know it's not the same team but (laughs) he does bring a lot of the same skills that Plaxico Burris brought to the Giants he has that size. He has that ability to go make contested catches. He's really big red zone target. Like he's not super fast, but he can make plays downfield because he could jump up and make plays over defenders. Like there's that's what he brings. That's his skill set. That's what he brings to this offense. And the reason why the Giants felt such a need to go get Kenny Galladay is because that was such a need for this offense. That's those that's specific skill set. Mm-hmm. That number one X receiver who can go up, make tightly contested catches, plays in the air. Because look, they just did not have that. Darian Slayton's like a speed guy. Uh Sterling Shepard was a slot guy. Golden Tate was more of a slot guy. That was kind of the problem. They had two of the same. Right. That you know they would play outside, but those are not big guys at all. I mean they're both under six feet. Uh you know, Darius Slayton, not the biggest guy in the world, more of a speed, long-range uh, speedster. So this was an, a, a position that they desperately needed to fill. And the only person out there that really filled with those prerequisites, right, Will Fuller is a speedster. I mean, whoever else was out there, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm not remembering. But, like, they, it wasn't – Kenny Galladay was that guy. Right. And that's why the Giants paid him what they paid him because they knew this is the guy – that we need in our offense with that skill set, he we will we will pay him like you know th- whatever it is that's his value we will pay him. Let's talk about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football for big cash prizes. An underdog fantasy you just draft. No need to worry about waivers, lineups, or injuries. Underdog handles it all for you. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft a season-long best ball team, and that's it. No in-season management. They're going to give you $25 when you sign up so you can take a free shot at a $1 million grand prize 
in their fantasy football tournament. That's right. You can get a free $25 in bonus cash on underdog fantasy if you use the code KIME, K-E-I-M, when you make your first deposit. I love underdog because it's just so easy to use. The mobile app is slick. The website is user-friendly. So do what I've been doing. Go to underdogfantasy.com, join a league, draft a team, and that's it. You're good for the season. Remember, go to underdogfantasy.com, the App Store, or the Google Play Store, sign up with the code KIME, K-E-I-M, and get a free $25 in bonus cash. Are you buying Daniel Jones year three? I'm buying... Well, what do you mean? What what is buying Daniel? Jones? Are, are you buying that? Are, are you buying that he is the guy that he can be the guy that leads a team like this and takes them where they need to go? I don't not sure if he's a real, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't think anybody knows that until like they do until it. They do it. Do I think he's a starting quarterback? Yes. Do I think he's better than what we saw last year? Yes. Uh, he had nothing last year. Last year was around him. Last year was just a disaster for the Giants offensively in general. Uh, first year in Jason Garrett's offense, not especially innovative. Everything was working against him. Now, I think he will make a jump. I'm Like I said, how do you add those guys and have him play the same level that he did last year? So I think there will be a progression. There will be a jump. Now, he, ha- he can make all the throws. The question that still remains with Daniel Jones is, how, will he hand- how does he handle pressure? Right? Uh, is he able to not make the foolish mistakes under pressure? Is he able to slide around and still make plays when he's under pressure? Or does he just panic? That's been right. the problem a lot the first two years. And we could sit here and watch OTAs, mini camp, training camp. None of that means anything with Daniel Jones. Right. We're not going to know what Daniel Jones truly is until it's in-game action. And you, you, you saw an improvement with the turnovers last year. So that was a step in the right direction. He needs to take it one more step and obviously play much better than he did last year. You know, he, they, he threw 11 touchdown passes last year. I know. I mean, in today's NFL, that is hard. To it's do. hard. 11 touchdown passes and 14 starts. So, so that, I was I, surprised I by those numbers. He'll be better. I mean, I was too. Absolutely. It was – he had a regression last year. I just, it's not. It, it pretty clearly did not. He did not play great. He'll, he'll tell you that. It, Washington fans probably didn't see that regression as much as everybody else did, but yeah, but it was there. It was there. But just, you saw that that game in his rookie year two yes. years ago. That was the the best game of his career. It's funny because the perception of Daniel Jones after his rookie year was pretty good. He had some really good games and flashed a lot. And you're like, okay, he can make that jump. Second year. Now the the perception is in the other direction because he had he didn't have as good a, a year he he struggled the second year so I think the reality is he's somewhere in between good he could be a good quality starting quarterback though I really believe that I think we'll probably see that this year. What's your take on Joe Judge year two now, going into year two? What's your take on him? There's a lot to like with Joe Judge. I mean, I I know they went six and ten, and I'll be the first to to, to point that out, but <laughs> there. There all your a, Twitter followers said that's all you do. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> you know, eight years, John. I've been I know, trust team. me. There's been one winning season, one of eight. I, I always laugh when they say, well, you're so much negative. Like, do you know what I've been covering? <laughs> <laughs> How many division titles have the, have has Washington won the last eight years? So, or even 10 years? 
in the last, well, it's, it's I think it's the same number. It would be three. Well, you know what the Giants is in the last is decade? One? Is it one? Zero. That's right. That's right. Their last division title was 2011. And they went nine and seven and won the Super Bowl, granted. But, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's been it's been a rough little run. Uh, but Joe Judge, I mean, you got to like what you've seen. What, what I really like about Joe Judge, and you, you haven't seen this from a lot of the Bill Belichick disciples that came out. You know, they come out. They, they're trying to be hard asses. They run their system, you know, and, and they're all over guys. And you hear the bickering, right? You hear guys the second it goes wrong. What I Joe Judge has a way to relate to players, and, in, mm-hmm. and not just players, to people, right? He's not just, a, I'm going to go in there, do it my way, be Bill Belichick or Nick Saban, and you're going to do it because he doesn't have 10 rings on his finger. Like, hey, look at guys, you do what I tell you because I got these, you know? So he, he has to do it in a different way. But the most positive thing is, first, the attention to detail he has is insane. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in my life. I'll, I'll, I'll point something out in a second on that. But also, the buy-in he has from his players. Like, they are bought into what he believes in, what he says, his program that he's building here. So that gives me optimism that the Giants are definitely headed in the right direction. But the reason I said that attention to detail, I believe it was against Washington. Remember there was a crazy play last year? And a fumble, and 17 guys on both teams refused to co- recover the fumble down yeah, the sidelines. Yeah. Well, there's a teaching tape from Joe Judge, the Giants put out, about that play where he was reviewing the film. Just go watch it and listen to how he teaches. He has teaching points on how to pick up a fumble near the sideline and what arm you're supposed to use and how your feet are supposed to be aligned. The, and the way that he describes this play, you'll sit there and be like, this is not a normal attention to detail that this guy brings to the table. This is this is that's, really special teaching. I'm telling you, go find that. That video. sounds like a Belichick thing. It is. I mean, it's a Belichick, Nick Saban thing. I mean, he, he views himself as a teacher, and this is a perfect example. And the way that he's looking at every little thing to find an advantage in regards to, you know, if he gets his team to play a certain way, even if they have this much of an advantage, at some point that will come into play and help his team win. And and that, that's what the best guys do. And it's funny because um, one of the things that Washington's linemen were doing this offseason, their O-linemen, working on coming off blocks, seeing loose ball, how to recover a fumble. And I put out some video of it. And the first time I put out a video, people thought that, their first round pick got hurt because all they do is they saw him go down. I'm like, oh no, wait a minute, there's a ball there. So I get your concern. But then other people are like, why are they doing that? What did you know? He's gonna get hurt doing that. First of all, you're an athlete. If you get hurt falling down, you're not gonna make it in the NFL. But secondly, that's attention to detail too, where you work on these things because that one fumble recovery might be the difference in the game, which could be the difference in your season. So, but let, last thing here, Jordan, how do you view? Washington going at you know at this point going into the season how do you view them I'm actually a big fan of Washington I, I think that defense is they're building something really special there like that when you have two pass rushers like that and and, and a you know a defensive line of that ilk it's that's how you build in my opinion a successful team in this league and special uh, on the defensive side especially obviously uh and so they have that so as long as those guys don't get injured, I mean, I think, I think I picked as my, you know, 
NFC East MVP, Chase Young. I mean, mm. he's going to be an absolute stud. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's going to be ridiculous. When you have guys like that, the Von Millers of the world, go back to like the Giants, Lawrence Taylors of the world, like guys that are that good as edge rushers. It just makes your team and defense that much better. I mean, the Giants had it with Michael Strahan. Right. You know, like those guys are different. And their defense, I think, would they finish second in the NFL last year? Yes. Yeah. 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 Depends on, I guess, what, what depends metrics on the metric, but they're a top five yeah. defense. Right. And I don't see why they wouldn't be a top five defense again. Now, I'm not the biggest Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. Far from it. I, I don't I don't think if you're ultimately trying to win anything right. serious, I, you I would want Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, but I do think when you look at him, I mean, Alex Smith was playing last year with one leg. Uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, Kyle Allen. So is he better than those guys? I, I do think he's better than those guys. I, I wouldn't want him as my quarterback over a 17-game season. And I'd be a little worried because, hey, Washington has this great defense they're building. Right. But what's their future at the most important position on the field, which you can't really win anything until you until you solve that position, is they don't have that quarterback position filled. So as an outsider perspective, I like them a lot for this year in a division that's not very good. But until they solve the quarterback dilemma, uh, what are you really winning? Right. And I think that's something that they, I think the philosophy was, if you can't find that guy, then keep building the roster. But at some point, you've got to aggressively get that guy. And I think that'll be... Next offseason, but I think you're right for this year. I think what Fitzpatrick offers them will be better than what they had last at the position. I think the whole group will, the dynamic will be better as far as what they, because we also we also saw Dwayne Haskins start six games, and you know they were one and five. I in those forgot. Games. Yeah, I didn't even add in Dwayne Haskins, and that was brutal. And so you know, but we'll see, we'll see. But I, I think they're, I think like you with the Giants, I think the Giants, I, I like that team. I like their the direction they're going. And I like the direction this team is going. And it could be a fun race for the NFC in a different way than it was last. Last year was a fun oh, yeah. way from a train wreck standpoint. It's like, who's right. going to be this year? I think it could who's be the best of the worst, right? Right. I think, I think at least this year you have, you have three teams capable of winning 10 games. And um, so, you know, so I think granted we'll in a 17 game season, but yeah, right. well, yeah, but like, yeah, so maybe, it's the yeah, equivalent right. of being like nine and nine and seven. Yeah. This year. But even yeah, you know. I think, you know, could one of those teams get to 11? I don't know. Then it depends on how the schedule breaks. And this team plays a lot of good quarterbacks this year. And so who knows? But I do think all three are capable of that. Which, which you know what this means, of course. It means Philly wins the division. Of course. You know the, the odds, though, are, are kind of strange. The Washington and Dallas are close to even in, in regards to being the favorites of the division. You know, both their, whichever one isn't, the odds are, are right. really low. Uh, the Giants are plus, last I checked, they were at one point plus 450 to win the division, which was pretty big. And then last I checked, it was like plus 400. I mean, and Philadelphia wasn't was like plus 450 for plus 500 at the most. So they were pretty comparable. So I was, I was kind of, inter- it's kind of interesting. The giants don't have that respect. It seems which with is, the betting public, at least. Well, which is surprising to me because I, well, it's not that surprising because there were six wins, at least with Washington, they got attention for winning the division, but I think the giants are going to be right there. I think they can be right there. So I, 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 that's, I view it as good value. In this yeah. Case, oh sure. yeah. Absolutely. So, and we'll see you early in the season where I probably picked that game wrong again because I have a long history of picking the Giants-Washington game incorrectly. So it doesn't matter what happens. Well, I guess you should just pick the Giants. I know. I, yeah, I mean, last... they, they own them. I don't know what it is. The coaches change the scheme change. 
But the Giants is the only amazing. team they've had a ton of success. And against. I keep saying, like, every time they play, I'm like, well, they can't possibly sweep them. They're not that good. And then you go out there, it's like, I was an idiot again. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad my family doesn't make a living on my gambling or my betting choices. So we'd be in big trouble. Well, oh, I picked well. the Giants to win the opener last year against Pittsburgh. So I think uh, I, and nobody's nobody's <laughs> taking my uh, no one's taking no one's taking my advice on that, those picks either. There you go. All right, Jordan. Thanks a lot, man. What's up? It's Mike Jones from the Football Jones Podcast. I know you're enjoying your time with the John Kime Report, but once you're done, I want to invite you to come over and check out my podcast. Each week, we take a deep dive into some of the most pressing topics around the NFL. High-profile guests from the coach, player, and front office ranks, as well as the top league insiders. Check out the Football Jones Podcast, another fine product brought to you by Empire Media. That's it for this episode. Thanks to Jordan for joining me, and thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back with another podcast later this week. Talk to you next time.